0: I'm glad you're here today. I know many have chosen to maybe be online with us today or to to just uh, be at home and pray and spend time there and I understand that, but I'm glad you're here and uh, the reality is we don't know what it's going to be like next week. Uh, we may have to go all, totally online. If we do, it's going to be really different, you know. For me to come in here and preach to an empty room i may I may call on a few of y'all just to show up you know sneak in here and be here, so i you know I had to do that one time. I had to speak to an empty room to record something. And I'm like, it is just not the same. You know, it's just, it is hard to do, but we may have to be there. And if so, we'll, we will let you know as time goes on throughout the week, please uh, go to our website. Uh, we will email you. If we don't have your email address, please give it to us this morning. So we'll have that. So you can stay updated on things. I wanted to recognize one person real quick. We did have to go online to Friday. Uh, Jared came up here and started working everything out so that we can begin to live stream things. But many times, uh, for about two years now, you've probably noticed right over here. Katie Parker has been live streaming it for us, and, and people have been taking advantage of that as well. Even my own wife has been watching it many times at home when she's not able to be here. So, Katie, we have taken that away from you because we've brought it in house. But I want to say thank you for what you've done for the last couple of years, and I just have a little gift card for you, and, and thank you so much for all you've done. All right. Thank you. <laughs> One other thing before we get into God's Word today, um, and by the way, I don't see anything back there, but uh, earlier today in the first service, this is so funny, um, the The back screen didn't have the clock on it like it normally does, and so I thought, if I don't have a clock, I may preach till noon and not realize what I'm doing. So, so I brought my cell phone up here right with me and put it right here, which I don't normally do. I usually leave it right there, and I just started the message, and I looked down, and it's ringing. And it's my mom of all people. I'm like, really, mom? You don't know what your own son does at this time on Sunday? A time it was the time change. Well, I did call her between services, and uh, basically she laughed and started said, uh, "Sorry, Brett, I totally forgot it was Sunday." <laughs> Now she, you know, she is getting older, maybe a little senile, but uh, I have to tell you, here's why she forgot it was Sunday. They had to close their services, not because of coronavirus, but last Sunday afternoon after their services, uh, their church building caught on fire. And it burned about half of it. And uh, they are, a, it's a large church, First Baptist Church of Texarkana. And uh, they run two or 3,000 people. And they had just two years ago remodeled their auditorium. And now $10 million worth of damage. And they're, they've got a lot ahead of them. So we ought to be praying for them as a, a sister church and working with the Lord. Wonderful pastor. They have their wonderful staff. And so they had to cancel today because they didn't have any of their alternatives. And so she totally forgot it was Sunday. Really, Mom? You know, I should have told her to turn on her computer and watch this live stream. So, (laughs) all right, we're going to get into a brand new series today, Jesus, Hope of the World. Uh, I'm looking forward to this series. We look at, um, we're going to look at seven key areas of of his life. We're going to look at his birth today, his baptism, his temptations, um, his death, his resurrection on Easter Sunday, his ascension, and his return. Seven key areas of the life of Jesus that we're going to be looking at. Uh, You remember that in our church here, our motto, our mission statement is building lives committed to Jesus, right? All right? We're building lives committed to Jesus. If we're going to build lives committed to Jesus, then we need to keep Jesus as the center and the focus of our church. And to do that, we need to know Jesus, not just say we know him we need to represent him well and to represent him net well we need to know him and so here's this series is a very basic really if you think about it overview of the life of jesus and my challenge to you is to dig even deeper to to, to go deeper one of the gospels all of the gospels Start reading Matthew. Go all the way through the end of, of, um, of John and learn more about our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ because if we're going to build lives committed to Jesus, we need to know who he is, all right? So the title of the message today is, His Name is Jesus. And we're going to start with the birth of Jesus. Now, the reality is, we, you know, this is a sermon that normally you have at Christmas time, right? You know, right around December, uh, we talk about the birth of Jesus at that time, usually no other time. But here it is, mid-March. It's not Christmas, but we're starting this series, so we're going to start with the birth of Jesus. We're going to start right there. And as we look at the birth of Jesus, I want to look at it just a little differently today. I want to focus on his name, the name Jesus, because it is the name that his father, his heavenly father, gave. It wasn't just Joseph. Joseph was told to give him the name Jesus, and that comes from his heavenly father. Let me read the passage for you this morning. Matthew chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet Isaiah that said, Look, the virgin uh, will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord said, had commanded, and he took wife, his Mary to be his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named the baby, that was weak. (laughs) You guys were all reading, that's why, okay. And Joseph named the baby Jesus. Jesus, just as the Lord commanded him the name above every other name the name of jesus that's what we're going to be looking at today and we know that names are important but in biblical times they are even more important you know names are important because they distinguish things like you know my name is brett your name is kyle so we're distinguished right you're not me and i'm not you but we also name places like tucson you know so we know where we're headed it's a distinguishing mark a distinguishing factor that's why we use names But a lot of times when we name people nowadays, there's not a whole lot of importance to it. Uh, Back in the biblical times, the name stood for their reputation. Their name stood for their glory and their fame. The parents would give names and they were hoping and praying that the the children would live up to their names. They had a great expectation to the, the name that was given to their child. In fact, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word name means to mark or to brand, to mark something, or to brand something. That's what the word name means. People were given a name for a reason. For example, remember a few of the names? Abraham means what? Father of the multitudes. Jacob, remember Jacob? Means trickster. He was a great trickster, wasn't he? He lived up to his name. What about David? David's name was beloved, and he was the beloved king of God. And then what about Goliath? I like this one. A lot of times we don't know this one. Goliath means splendor. And believe me, he thought he was a lot of splendor, didn't he? (laughs) Until his head rolled off, you know? And then it was all over. (laughs) Done with that, you know? But nowadays, people, they pick names for their children with all kinds of different ideas. And sometimes, sometimes those names are a little way out there. Let me just say it that way, okay? I was going to use the word weird, but, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. But they're way out there, you know? In fact, I grew up in the country of Brazil, and Brazilians, a lot of times, they like to give some interesting names to their children. I, I had a, a friend of mine, he was actually one of my uh, uh, professors at the school, and, and he, his name was Joel, which is Joel in English. And, and so he wanted all his children, male or female, to somewhere in their name have Joel. And he had five kids, and they all had Joel somewhere in his, their names, okay? really creative really interesting really different you know most of the times over there's not a whole lot of significance to the names we give um, by the, by the let me just ask you this anybody know what is the most popular name in the history of America male and female any ideas everybody thinks it's John and guess what James wins out by just a little bit James is the number one name in America for a man what about a lady This ought to be easy because the mother of Jesus was Mary. Mary. All right, now let's bring it up to today. Last year, 2019, what was the number one boy name in America? Come on, Jose, you don't know? He's shaking his head back there. Liam. Liam was the number one name. All right? What about a girl? Number one name for a girl in America last year? That's a good guess, but it's Sophia. Sophia and Liam okay all right just really interesting curiosity so so today we don't want to talk about any of those other things except for the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus is what brings us hope today and I believe we need some hope today don't we as we consider this name I want us to come in and really focus in on verse 21 because in verse 21 the angel says to Joseph name him Jesus why because he's going to save the world it's going to describe who he is there is something special about that name jesus because it comes from the heavenly father it comes from in fact the heavenly father says that one day every knee will bow before that name and so there is something great and special and holy about the name jesus and today i believe it's what we will see is it's the name that brings hope to everyone let's look at it this way three different ideas the name of Jesus brings us hope through his personality, through his personality. So, so what is a personality? You know, we, we talk about personality and personality traits and personality tri- types, and the, the definition is this. It's a combination of characteristics and qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. The, the, the qualities that, that form who you are. The personalities come in all varieties don't they Uh, we think of things like outgoing or shy uh, funny or serious happy or mad positive or negative boisterous or calm all kinds of personalities and we talk about personalities a lot but uh, here's one thing that you ought to do sometime go into this a big crowded well no you can't do that right now that's coronavirus you can't do it (laughs) after this whole coronavirus is gone, go into a big crowded store or a big crowded room or something and watch people and try to figure out their personalities because it'll become evident. The one that walks in arrogantly and boisterous and loud and taking over everything or the person that walks in quietly and not saying a thing. The, oh, the person that seems happy and the person that always looks mad. makes me wonder sometimes, Does our personality reflect the love of Christ? You know, I've seen Christians that they are so mad 24-7 that I don't understand if they really are saved because they're so mad all the time. If Jesus saved you, how can you be mad all the time? Reflect Christ through your personality. So I want to look at the personality of Jesus today through this idea of hope, but I'm going to put a little twist on it, okay? I do that occasionally. Let's put a little twist. We're talking about something a little bit different. You know, I've already said that the name Jesus is a common name. Many boys had that name. I mean, Jesus is the Old Testament Joshua. And it was very common for people to call their sons Joshua or Jesus. But Jesus had a common name, but I'm going to tell you something. He was not a common baby. He had a normal birth, but he had a very extraordinary conception. Because the Bible says that he was conceived... Of the Holy Spirit. So here's what I want you to understand. We, when we talk about Jesus in Bethlehem, we are talking about God in the flesh. What I'm saying here is He identified with us through His incarnation. That's a big word that says He became flesh and dwelt among us. Right? That's what John chapter 1, verse 14 says. That God, all glorious God, through Jesus Christ, became flesh man so he is fully god and fully man at the same time and you'll say pastor i don't understand that i don't either because we can't comprehend that because he is a mighty powerful god and we are just mere humans but i want you to get that in his personality he identified with us fully god and then became man to identify with us here's another way to say it the creator became dependent on the creation i I don't know how many religions would base their god God like that you know that their god would become a human and, and and submit themselves even unto death you know most of the times we want to put our gods on pedestals and our god belongs on a pedestal but he belongs there partly because he incarnated himself to become like us does that make sense you guys are with me I can't get any amens out of the, the, the cameras there, you know, the people on the other, online, so I need to make sure you're with me, okay? His identity, he chose to reveal himself as a human being. He chose to identify himself as one of us. You know, I've thought of this before as, you know, Jesus, while he was here on earth, he had a personality. I wonder what that personality was like. It would be so interesting to, to see and to understand what was his personality like. Well, I can tell you a couple of things. One, perfect personality. Absolutely perfect because he was the only perfect human being ever to live on this earth. So he had a perfect personality. Here's another thing I know. People were drawn to Jesus people just they they flocked to him they were attracted to him he, so he had something about his personality that people wanted to be around him again that makes me wonder when we're representing Jesus do people want to come to us or run from us and if we're followers of Jesus there ought to be a little bit of element of them wanting to come to us right and not be afraid of us and run from us through his birth through his name through his personality jesus brings us hope here's the second one hope comes through his purpose as well it's not just his personality but it's his purpose why did jesus come to earth why was what was the purpose of jesus incarnating himself why would he do that well again the bible tells us very clearly and it's right there in verse 21 the same verse that it talks about his name what was the purpose to save his people from their sins that, that's what the verse says. That was his purpose. Jesus' intention from the very beginning was to come and to save. That's what he came to do from the very beginning. How, do we, how would he accomplish this? Through his death on the cross. He came to save. Mark 10, 45, it says it this way. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. And then the last part, what does it say? And to give his life as a ransom for many. That's a purpose statement right there. You want it even more concise? Luke chapter 19, verse 10 even gives it a little bit more concise. Here's what it says. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who were lost. Man, you can't get more concise than that right there. That is the mission statement and the purpose of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, that reflects his name. His name is Jesus. And he's come to save his people from their sins. That's why he's here. That intention from the very beginning was that he would be the savior of the world. And the name Jesus, by the way, means what? God is salvation. That's what it means. So in his own name, his purpose statement is there. God is salvation. He came to save the world. And by the way, the word save has a couple ideas there. First, to rescue someone from danger or destruction. And then second, to keep and hold that person out of danger. I love that. Think about that. Jesus came to give his life and he came to save and he came to pull you out of sin, to save you from sin, to rescue you from the danger of sin, but not just to rescue, but to hold you and keep you out of the dangers of sin. Isn't that great? Come on, somebody wake up. He didn't just save you, it's just not, you don't just pull somebody out of the water and just say, okay, have a good day. You pull them out of the water and you keep them out of the water so they don't drown. And that's what that word save means. He came to save us from our sins. Jesus came for this purpose. In spite of everything else he did. I mean, God did, a, Jesus did a lot of other things, didn't he? He preached, he taught, he, he fed 5,000 through a miracle. He healed people. He did all kinds of things while he was here, but his main purpose was that he would save this world. And how would he do it? Through his death. Through his death. He came. So some people like to say it this way. Jesus was born to die. That was his purpose. That was his reason for being here. Philippians 2.8 says it this way. He humbled himself by becoming obedient unto death and even death on a cross the name jesus reveals that god has a desire to save us that's that's god's desire we're told that jesus came to the world not to condemn us but to save us and by the way this wasn't just a secondary plan of the lord's this was the plan from the very foundations of the earth from the very beginning he had this plan from the very beginning he would send his son to be our messiah to be to die on the cross and to save us from our sins The name Jesus reminds us that he came into this world, as some would say, to set the captive free. That's what he's come to do, to redeem the lost. Remember that whole series we just finished on Ruth? One of the key words we talked about was redeemer. And I told you it was going to tie right into Jesus because Jesus is our redeemer. And so it ties right into it. That's what we come to see and understand. Titus 2.14 says it this way. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people. The name of Jesus is the name that saves. Uh, You think about that. There is no other name, right, where you can be saved. That's what Acts 4.12 says. There's no other name under heaven that you can be saved but the name of Jesus. Romans 10.13 says it this way. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be what? Saved. John 1, 12, but to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave them the right to become children of God. His purpose was to come to save. And he fulfilled his purpose, didn't he? And then there's one more. There's, there's a, the, the name the ho- that brings hope. It, it, it brings hope through his power. And we know there's power in the name of Jesus, right? I mean, there's power to heal There's power to cast out demons. There's power to perform signs and wonders. There's power to save. There's all kinds of power in the name of Jesus. But I want to give you two thoughts here of power that we don't think about. First one is this. There's power through his humility. His humility. Jesus had so much power, but he brings it through his humility. Think of it this way. Jesus is in heaven, sitting on his throne, and he humbles himself and comes to earth. Philippians 2 5 through 8 says it this way but we're to have that same attitude that Jesus had that even though he existed in the form of God did not regard equality with God a thing to be held on to but look at this firm, this term he emptied himself and he became a servant and being found in the likeness of man listen to this other word he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. Two key words there. He emptied and he humbled. What kind of God would do that? We think of God with almighty power. His power came partly through the fact that he humbled himself and became obedient to become a servant and die on the cross. That's real power. And that's the power of our Savior and Lord. That's what he did for us. And then there's a second one. Jesus showed his power through his individuality through his individuality. You know, the the verse there says that he will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us, Emmanuel. You see, that's, that beautiful name, Im- Emmanuel. There, there were other kids born that year with the name Emmanuel, you know that. But only one was the real Emmanuel. Only one, and that was Jesus, could say he is the real Emmanuel. The real one that says, god is with us he's the only one that could do that you know even today there there's the name emmanuel it's really common in the latin american culture to call them emmanuel to call a son emmanuel and usually they go by the nickname of manny yeah it's manny but their name is emmanuel but i want to tell you even though there's still kids being called emmanuel today there is only one real emmanuel and that's jesus christ And it says it in the Bible very clearly in Isaiah 7, 14, that he would come and save his people from his sins. And then that makes me think of one other verse in Isaiah. I love this one. Isaiah 9, 6. And we talk about names for Jesus. He says, the child will be born to us. A son is given. The government will rest on his shoulders. And listen to these four names right here. He will be called Wonderful Counselor. By the way, that means omniscient. He will be called mighty god that means he's omnipotent he will be called everlasting father that means he's omnipresent timeless forever and he will be called the prince of peace the prince of peace brings us wholeness completeness and i don't know what you're thinking but i think today the world needs to know that there is a prince of peace and the chaos all around us Isn't it great to know that Jesus, Emmanuel, is our Prince of Peace? So I wonder this morning, what's in a name? Well, if the name is Brett Burnett, not much. But if the name is Jesus, it's everything. Power to save the world. That's what he came to do. It's his purpose. It's his personality that he came. You see, that name, Jesus... That name is the only hope for the world. Will you pray with me this morning? Lord, once again, I am thankful for your holy word. Thankful that we can come today in the chaos that's happening around us and worship you, the hope of the world. And Lord, my prayer would be this morning that if there's anyone in this room that's never entered into that personal relationship with you, that they are not your personal hope, that right now, even in this moment, as as we're praying, that they would submit and commit their life to you. That their life would be changed because of you. Lord, I thank you again that you were born to die for me and for my sins. We praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.